Hey, welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by these knobs. Tony Dudzik, pick Guardian. Who, me? Yeah, you can go ahead. <laughs> Rob Chafe, Mad Cow Implication. Chris Connor. Anything to add self Self-associated. Self-associated. That's very formal. Hey, everybody. It's me, Todd Novak. Welcome to the Guitar Knobs Podcast. We're thrilled to death that you are listening to our show. Uh, Now, we have a fantastic guest who we're going to announce just in a second. Just a second. I have a feeling he's doing some throat exercises, you know, clearing up and and, uh, sweetening up his voice. In the meantime, Tony, ask Rob what we do on the show. Hey, Rob, what do we do on this show? Uh, talk about the fall of society through our youth. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that was before. That was before. That Uh, was our pre-show. That's a very Rob response. Talk about uh, boutique brands and pedals and amps and 101s. Yeah, all that stuff. Boy, you, you, you can tell he was to make not sure rehearsed. you were getting it right. Uh, like, Tony, uh, anything you'd like to add to that? Well, for I any think, newer I think people? What, what Rob <laughs> missed was that we like to talk I didn't to. Miss anything. Oh, yes, you did. You, we like to talk to the people that make this boutique gear, and that's yes. builders uh. of guitars and amps and little pedals, thingies, and accessories, and all the good stuff. Indeed, indeed. So if you are a new or first time, a newer or first-time listener, we're really glad that you're listening, and we hope that you feel at home with us. Please feel free to reach out after any of the episodes at any point in time and just get in contact with us. We'd love to hear from you, especially if you are, uh, as I mentioned, new to the show. Yeah. Um, okay, so, boy, oh, boy, do we got a lot to talk about, and we got um, extra voices to do so. What? What? Who's? Who, do we have a guest today? I'm just about to get that. Okay. Hop yeah, to extra it. Extra guest, hop to it. Hop to the guest. Me. I got to hop to it. Who is the guest? Uh, my name's Ralph Gottschalk, and I uh, make little pedal doodads under the brand Wonderful Audio Technology. What? what? Tony what? loves AKA saying what? that. You, you, he's, he's your biggest brand advocate out there. Woohoo! Yeah. Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, if you are not familiar with that, please, uh, where can people go to get familiar Ralph. Uh, you can go to wonderfulaudiotechnology.com or wattpedals.com. <laughs> um, and my Instagram, which is most of my social media, is wonderful audio technology. Perfect. And you make some pretty dang cool pedals out there. Well, thank you. Indeed. Um, I've actually, uh, well, we'll get into all that. So, uh, hey, everybody, be warned. We're going <laughs> to interview him later. <laughs> what? And this is his second appearance. It is his second mm-hmm. appearance. I'm reaffirming you. Thank you. Because I know that you need that in life. I do. I need you to repeat everything I, I say. Um, first of all, uh, I, for those that feel like they need an apology for the last episode, here it is. Um, it was the equivalent of Tony and I running out of gas in the Mojave Desert and walking to Bishop to get gas. So anybody knows what I'm talking about there, hopefully smiling and knowingly. That was just us walking along going, well... So how are you doing? <laughs> I, I guess I should have listened to the last episode. I ha- well, you should, because I will be finishing it up tonight, and by the time this is out, it will be out. It'll be out. Yes, I speak in the future. When, 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 we will, when will now be 
then? Is that the space ball? Yes. Now will be tomorrow. Now, yeah. now will be when? tomorrow. Very yeah. soon. Yes. Very soon. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, okay. Yeah, we got... Uh, no apologies needed, because I think that's going to turn out to be the top-rated episode <laughs> of all time. If that happens, Rob will eat his shirt. Ooh. Yes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not in on that. Yes. <laughs> no, I don't uh, think so. So you anyways... Should, you should have told me you're in Bishop. I would have come and picked you up. Well, I, so I used to live, I used to, you know, uh, spend a lot of time out there growing up on the West Coast. That was uh, one of our favorite haunts up there and going up to like Crystal Lake and all that business. Ah, oh, yes, the old mountains and junk. The high Sierras, as it were. Yes, mm. beautiful, beautiful. Mm. Um, anyways, let's get on with this. Do we have we? any announcements? We do have a couple of announcements. First of all, I want to uh, reiterate, you, hopefully you will have seen this post by now, but we have... Uh, in the aforementioned episode we brought up, we've got the um, Hello Sailor uh, Would You Rather Range Master. Mm-hmm. It's a special edition. Limited edition of one. Yes, <laughs> it is. It is a limited edition of one. And it is in beautiful candy apple red. Mm. Nair, I say, uh, Corvette Summer Red. Yeah, that's a mm. deep cut right there. Mark Hamill, don't bother. Um, and, uh, and it's signed. Yeah, and it's really cool, and it's a it's a range master. Yeah, so it's sweet. It's got a real nice switch on it. Yeah, big heavy duty. That's that's <clears> the <throat> that's the coxswain. Was it what you call it? The you know when you hit the thing and it goes <clears throat> whomp, 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 on a on a <laughs> oh, submarine. Oh, on a sub when it's diving. Yeah, what, what's that thing called? <laughs> the dive alert. It, no, that's not what it's called. It's called the it's alert. Something. I look out. I'm diving. Whoever's been on a submarine, tell us what that's called. Uh, and then we also have the Daredevil hype pedal. So those will be going out very soon. I was on a submarine with screen doors. What? <laughs> you should have stayed on that submarine. Oh, yes. Uh, I got him to say what? Yes, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for every time I say what, Tony's going to donate we a dollar. To, yeah, to, we have to drink. <laughs> to, uh, anyways, let me get on. I also wanted to bring up, I thought this would be a great conversation piece, uh, which is why he sent this. But yep. this is from uh, one of our executive producers. Ah. Yes. This is from Stuart George. Stuart George. Yes, way out in the U.K., Oh, I didn't. And the, and the, oh, yeah, that's right. Yes. It's, yes. In between like a stone wall and a house or something down by a pub, I imagine. You know, yeah, ye, guy ye a, old sheep. A cane and tavern. a couple sheep, you know, but he's playing guitar, which is cool. I probably got that way wrong, Stuart. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I've just seen a lot of, I've seen with Nail and I a few times, and that's what I imagine. Okay. okay. Uh, here we go. Uh, that's a great movie, by the way. If anybody hasn't ever seen it with Nail and I, go out and see it. All right. Uh, Stuart George. Hi, guys. Hi. Hello. I would like to pick your brains about the best guitar coffee table books. I'm looking to start a little collection. Keep up the good work. Uh, and then I think he's, this is thanks, which is Dolsh. Dolsh. Uh, I'll figure out. It's, I think it's the Welsh Welsh? spelling. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, look that up, Tony. Yeah. Um, anyway, Stu. Thanks, Stu. So, our resident coffee table book expert, uh, at least the only one at the table that I know of, Chris might be also as well, but Tony. Yes. I told him, first and foremost, get Immortal Axes. Oh, yeah. I would. I, that's a good one to have. Yes, but uh, this, is a, this would be a great time to talk about a couple others. In fact, we've got one right over there. Can you grab that one, Rob? That's a good one, too. 
Um, well, in the meantime, tell him what it is while he's grabbing it. Well, this would be the Rickenbacker book. It's heavy. Get the book. It's. I mean, this is and this is the arm. this is the uh, soft cover edition. Yes. Rickenbacker guitars out of the frying pan into the fire glow. Yes. Very clever um, titling. Even if you don't like Rickenbackers. Get yeah, they're historical. Book. They're they're cool. They're beautiful. Yes, they're, it's a beautiful. I, I, mean, I don't particularly enjoy playing them all that much uh, yet. Yep. <laughs> I may get to that point. Yeah, but they're they're super cool to look at. I mean, yeah. And historically, they're so important to music. Yes. Um, and it's a it is a flipping fantastic book, and and all the ones that we're talking about are right around like fifty bucks. Yeah. I think Immortal Axis is down by like nine, like thirty five bucks now. I think yeah, I think free delivery think, on Amazon. I'd get that. Yeah, that's that's, that's cool. worth every penny. Um, my, one of my favorites that is stupid expensive now and really hard to find is the Blackguard book, mm. and it's all. I mean, it is an in depth ph- photography filled. 350 pages of the same guitar. Well, <laughs> not the same guitar, but the same type of guitar. This one's got a black guard. <laughs> this one's got... Chapter two. Six screws. This one's got a black guard. <laughs> <laughs> well, essentially, yes. Yeah. But it is interesting to see some of them are pristine. Some of them are pretty beat up. Um, so yeah. that would be... And it's a it's a pretty hefty book, too. Yeah. Um, Chapter 332. This one has five screws. They all have five screws. I think that might, I know. Oh, That's what I'm <laughs> anyway, that, that Marshall book you had that one day was pretty cool. Just oh yeah, kind of, that's, yeah. It's got some pretty pretty. What's that one called? Uh, it should just be called that Marshall book. I think that would it's work. called. Yeah, it yeah. might very well be Marshall Lamps. Yeah, a history. Do you remember? Yeah, the history of Marshall. Do you remember what the the author was? I, can't I the, don't off okay. the top of my head, but it's got it, like, it it's got a, it's got a white, doesn't know it's stuff got a like white this. Marshall mm. on the cover, so you can't really miss it. It's, yep. It comes up a lot. And there's Jimmy Page just put out a couple of those really big, thick books. One one of them's called Anthology, mm-hmm. and it's got pictures of all of his gear. Oh yeah, it's that's really cool. It's kind yeah, of pricey. The, the the Page Jimmy Page book is another one. It's a thick book, good good one to have. Has his costumes in it. It has his amps. It has guitars. That's an excellent one. Yeah. Rob, do you have any favorites? No, Rob doesn't yeah, read. Rob doesn't read schematics. All my books have schematics. Say, yeah. Don't you guys well, think it's weird how well, much? How about the Vox book? Oh, that's a good one. Oh, I brought Jesus. in that. That thing is like that's the, the Bible of yes. Vox. So uh, uh, we're just saying that Vox book and everything. So maybe you should like if you have up. questions, you can uh, send them to me, and I will send them to Tony, and he can answer them. But. Tony, you have a substantial. Uh, qu- I just thought of a great amp, uh, a great uh, book name, Amphology. Uh, I think there is one. There's well, that one. means it's great. <laughs> See, I win. <laughs> Ralph, Ralph, do you have any favorite books? The coffee table uh, books. No, you know, I got a coffee table book of guitars from my brother once a long time ago, and I. I don't know where it is anymore, was, uh, but I do remember there's like one picture in it that like it's just it's always in my mind, and it's like of like Mark Boland from T Rex, his uh, guitar, yeah, and it just like that Les Paul, like I was just that picture, just mm. it's always it's always there, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if you like cars I, and guitars, the the Billy Gibbons oh, yeah. book is 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 definitely worth that one's up. super good. Um, actually, I just pre-ordered. This is going to be exciting. Yes. I'm going to reveal. I'm going to reveal. It's coming I just, tomorrow. I just ordered Johnny Marr's 
or it's called Mars Guitars. The all the, of Johnny the, Mars. Yeah, guitars. all of Johnny Mars Guitars. I ordered one for me, and I ordered one to give away. Mm, aren't so you special? I am special. So hey, listen to that, everybody. Anyways, all that is to say, there's some really great books out there, and the Tons. cool thing is, um, uh, if you don't like it, you can return them. But you probably will like it. And yeah. if you're building uh, a little collection, you know, I don't, I don't know. It might be a little mm. tougher out mm. where Stuart lives because, um, you know, shipping and stuff. Well, the, the, the Rickenbacker weird. book is is a UK published edition. True, so true. Able to pick that I up. bet the Marshall one is too, right? Uh, <laughs> one of the Marshalls is, is UK. Okay. Well, at any rate, Stu, uh, hopefully that is helpful. And hopefully anybody else who might be looking, hey, if nothing else, you know what's right around the corner? The holidays. The holidays. That's good. That's good gift stuff, man. Make a list. Check and it twice. And we'll be giving away that Mars Guitars book. So keep your ears peeled for that. Patreon supporters. Can we put a Mars bar in with the Mars book? If you can find one. I would probably put it outside of the book. Yes. Don't sure. put it in, in the, the book. book. In the book would be smooshed. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure you could get one from the UK. If you got it from Mars Tony, it would be, an, it'd be <laughs> a Mars bar wrapper. <laughs> it's a bookmark. Yeah. Yes. It's a, a bookmark. bookmark. <laughs> uh, that would be a great bookmark. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> so that was announcements. Let's get on with what's going on in our music worlds. Tanya. Yes. Bolonsky. Yes. The pickleballing wonder. I haven't played pickleball in a while. Okay. Well, you look like you just got through playing pickleball. Go. You go say do I'm a thing. sweaty mess? Uh, yes. Oh. Yes. But you still look like a lady. Go ahead. <laughs> Always a lady. Yes. Well, Todd, this week was something kind of special. Uh, it, I love getting a surprise in the mail, a good surprise in the mail. <laughs> I've gotten some other surprises in the mail that not so good. Yeah. Um, our good friend mm -hmm. and Grand Pooba. John Williams. Yes. You probably know him from composing all of the musical I themes. I knew you were going to go the there. That's the absolute <laughs> lowest thing. If you go apple picking with Tony, you don't have to worry about it because he just gets the ones right off the ground. All the good ones are still on Low the tree. Low lying fruit. So uh, a while back, I had sent him some scrap acrylic materials. And uh, what uh, what John does is he, he has a company called Grizzly Bay. Yes. And they make... Uh, Shaving brushes mm -hmm. and other things, and he uses some of the recycled plastics in the handles. Mm -hmm. And um, in in just out of the blue, um, this box shows up. I said, John Williams. John oh yeah, I know John Williams. And it's in a it's like a very small box. I said, well, there's no pick guard in there, mm -mm. but there is this luscious. Ooh, my. look at that! Mm. And is that badger hair? I would say that's a badger hair. Yeah. Wow. So. That's pretty neat. <laughs> and um, I don't That's think any of the cool. plastic that I sent him is in this one, but it's it's a really cool handle. That is. Really nice. I don't know if anybody uses a shaving brush. Wow. Uh, Rob doesn't, I don't think. I, I think he's he's more of an electric guy. Yeah. 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 I knew Rob's it. Rob's still trying to grow his first quick. beard. <laughs> um, I, I actually have an idea for John that I got to tell him off air. Oh. Which I think would be pretty rad. Okay. But I won't you, talk about it right now. Use human hair? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Ooh, That's yeah. really neat. That's yeah. really cool. So so thank you, John. That that was a great surprise. I really appreciate it. And uh, hey, let me know surprise, surprise. if you need more plastic ever. Just surprise, surprise. Hmm, I generate more scrap plastic than mm. uh, the average bear. Yes. <laughs> or the average badger. If anybody has a Zippo within 
a hundred feet of your thing, it's gone. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, okay, Rob. Uh, how, no, Ralph. Let's go to Ralph. Okay. Hey. Hey, what's going on in your music hey. world besides building? <laughs> can you give us something that is doesn't include building pedals? Yeah. Um, I, so recently, I find it's been a while because it's hard to get people together because of busy schedules, kids, and all that kind of stuff. But I jammed with uh, with a group of friends um, that I used to jam with like before the pandemic, like every week, um, and then pandemic and then kids so haven't jammed much got the occasional thing and i reached out and i was just like hey can you guys jam this weekend uh and they're like yeah and that was awesome because i finally got the jam with some friends again so i built i built a pedal board for the jam got together with those guys two drummers which is like it's always hard to find a drummer and somehow i managed to have two drummers in the room at the same time Bassist, yeah, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. How was the first when you guys when the first song kicked off? Was it like sweet or was it were you shaking off the cobwebs? Because usually when you haven't jammed in a while, it's like magic. That first couple, you know, the first five or six songs, it just feels really good. Or it can go the other way. So which was it for you? Well, we we do like free form sort of jams, so it takes a little bit of warm up time. Okay. Like the first, it's it, like the jams turn out to be like twenty minute long, like where the hell are we going type of thing it's 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 a lot of fun actually like fish or, or yeah like, well it's just whatever like the bassist lays down a groove and drummer starts drumming and then in this case the other drummer starts drumming and then i'm like playing guitar and trying to figure out okay what can i do over this and then just kind of like go and it took it yeah it was like the first five minutes where it's a little rocky and then it then we, we cool. went back to the, the like you know the playing off each other and having fun and because for a while there we were like really in tune and just could read each other like okay you're gonna do this now are you okay I'm gonna do this then and it was yeah That's so cool. it was fun finally get to play live what did you uh, where were hmm. you playing uh, gear wise um, I well I brought kind of talked a little earlier I brought like my black pearl um my gens ben's black pearl 30 Ooh. which which is a cool amp okay it's got alnico speakers in it um and it was getting kind of buried in the mix so then i switched over to my uh deluxe reverb which is like a mojo tone kit build that i made and all of a sudden it was just like i just elevated in the mix and it was was sitting on top of everything which was really fun and i was playing my uh what guitars did i bring for that i brought uh, I have this Ibanez like semi hollow body or hollow body. What what is it? Is the A A E S something? I don't know. It's that's a really fun guitar to play. And then I also brought what did I bring? Also, oh my um, Epiphone Les Paul with P90s. It's like a a fifty, a 50 it's fifty six gold top. Um, and that's brought cool. that. Yeah. And then went through my my pedal board, which I built for the the jam session, which uh, is real small pedal board. Like had a wall, the Gary Clark Jr. wall, which is like really really good. Fuzz lands on it, of course. The Strymon um, Ultraviolet Univibe thing that I just got, which mm -hmm. was which is fun. 
Walking on the Moon um, flanger from Electro Harmonics. Uh, so, anyways, that's our four on a floor. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah that's yeah. that sounds great, man. Um, and uh, are you gonna keep us going or? Uh, do you, should, uh, the, shall the, I continue? I wasn't sure if. I, okay, no. Well, okay, I, meant, I meant the jam. <laughs> the jam. The jam. Well, hopefully, as, as getting people together uh, sometimes can be hard. So, yes. but I do miss jamming. So, I'm hoping maybe I can get these guys to listen to podcasts, and I can. I like be, that idea. Yeah, I and like then, that idea a lot. <laughs> I'd be like, "Yo, I talked about us." Yes, indeed. Let's You're gonna have to go listen, find out all about this jam session. All right, uh, Rob, how about yourself? Uh, I bought a bunch of pedals on. Uh, just I don't know on uh, what on a whim. That's why I sent you the picture last Saturday. Oh, those are all new. Yeah, well, the everything stacked in boxes were. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I, I did the math. I was looking on Reverb, and I I want to try out some other JHS pedals and Keeley stuff, and, and I was like, well, you know, they're going for almost new price, and then if I buy it, and I end up reselling it, I've you know got to, you know whatever fees, and mm-hmm. so that's a loss too. And I was like, but with an online realtor or uh, retailer, I've got 30 days to return. And I'm like, well, if I buy five or six of them and I keep half of them, it's kind of washes Absolutely. versus buying them used and all that. So, yeah, so I just bought like $1,400 worth of pedals on a whim. Wow. So, <laughs> and then it's funny, a couple of them, I plugged them in and it was like, whack, whack, turn the knobs, whack, whack. Well, that's too bad. Put it back in the box. <laughs> yeah. It was like one minute. I'm like, no, never mind on that one. Yeah. But. That's like how, well, you're, we're kind of treating it like uh, like CD shopping uh, back in you know when cds were at the height because you could actually go try them out and which was great because they were 20 bucks yeah or like, oh. you could sign up for columbia house that's yeah. true too <laughs> yeah get 13 or is it 20 13 i don't remember they had different deals yeah yeah, yeah. for a penny yes yeah just but, a penny so anyway so that was neat so found a couple of pedals that i was Anything that you want to share of note? Um, That's what the show's about, sure. Rob. Well, well, one is I don't uh, care about your mail purchases. Okay. <laughs> um, the and I should have had this a long time ago. The Morning Glory. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and you I, can also ask me because I got a lot of, of these you know, things. I didn't think about that. Which yeah. I I have that the V four. Well, I don't mind supporting. You know if I if I like uh, well then you so. can go buy it after. Well yeah. But so I'm just I, saying trying them out. I had a double barrel. And yeah. I still actually do have double barrel, but I didn't like the. The moonshine side, but I'd like the morning glory. So, yeah, you know, it might be cool to get one of those. So that, um, the clover. Mm-hmm. Have you tried that one yet? I have. That that is a great pedal. Yeah, I know. Very versatile. Yeah, yeah I was surprised on that one. Uh, I think those are the two standouts. Yeah, everything else is just uh, or. Okay. Well, all right. Well, yeah, you need to you need to check. We'll talk. Okay. <laughs> Thanks uh, for stimulating Chris, the economy. I mean, Chris yes. is like, what's this guy keep bringing me stuff for? Yeah, that was great. We had <laughs> to go play it. <laughs> um, so I think last time I was here, I was collecting Blue Note records. And mm. just after I got through that little jazz phase, I got a bunch of sweet records. And so now I'm back into the Sabbath. So I've just been buying. I have most of that that first eight with Ozzy. There's a couple that were... The interesting thing about those old records is um, they weren't mastered. The records weren't mastered like they are today where someone masters them and then everyone gets that copy. They have the tapes and they send them out and then the different plants or like certain companies will master the record for that pressing. Really? So you get all these different 
you know, you, like the earlier pressings might be a little darker. Then, you, of course, like the Sabbath, you have the UK tapes. They make a copy and they send them over this to Warner Brothers. And then the people in the UK, Vertigo, they they master their version off the original tape. And then they send it to the, the tape. They send a copy to the US. So like the UK presses sound killer. I think that's the same thing with the Beatles, maybe even with Hendrix. Those are fresh tapes they're cutting, but they're mastering when they're cutting the lacquer. Um, so... I, I have all the U.S. presses of these old records, and there's a couple that aren't as clean as I'd like, but they're still fun. So, and you get to check the different mastering. Hmm. So it's interesting. Like, oh, that's really cool. Yeah. And so now I'm trying to get a hold of. They're really expensive. Um, the U.K. presses, and they come on these Vertigo swirl labels. They're super sick. But like the old, like a lot of those U.K. presses of Zeppelin, and um, and uh, Sabbath. They're they're pretty pricey to get a good one. Like, what's pretty pricey? So like 600 bucks for like Whoa! a. That's what? pretty pricey. Yeah, what? but you can get ones that are like in very good, very good plus Wonderful condition. Wonderful audio technology. The hell? I mean, the Zeppelin <laughs> stuff. <laughs> the Zeppelin stuff goes. Sometimes it can be like you know, a couple grand, a thousand bucks, fifteen hundred dollars for some of these records. So Jared probably has two. So I, got I got another one because yeah. I can't. There's so, there's some forums that you can jump on, like this the Steve Hoffman forum. You know the Hoffman forum at all? Mm-mm. They have like like 160 pages of forum. Over the last like ten years, they keep it going of the best Zeppelin presses. So they get a little crazy oh, with it. I'm not looking wow. to go that crazy, but they had like it was a sixty pager for the Sabbath, the best vinyl Sabbath pressing. So you kind of go through and see which um, mastering the people are listening. Anyway, so I was I'm down the rabbit hole on Sabbath. The right only now. thing I could think of when you were telling me that is, I look at that forum after I ate my breakfast burrito. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, it's it's been <laughs> fun. People go crazy for this stuff. So anyway, it's been interesting. Um, it's fun collecting Sabbath. Those records do sound amazing so um i'm digging them the the u.s presses are darker i think sabbath what is your feel- favorite sabbath album um i don't know what to, to actually listen to not like you yeah, know i think it's the, made a well, it's the first it's the first six are are and they they change so maybe volume four but then you have paranoid is a great record i know it gets a little overplayed master of reality mm-hmm. super sick it's when he dropped to c sharp and so it's like that the inner the invention of like that stoner rock yeah into the void and like children of the grave um so I'd say between like maybe three and Master of Reality and, and Volume Four, but then they had that Sabbath Bloody Sabbath and Sabotage. They started experimenting a little bit. It got pretty crazy with some of the stuff they were doing. So I love all six of those records for sure. Yeah, I like Sabotage. Yeah, Quite Sabotage is killer. Yeah, it's great. Probably um, probably Ozzy's best vocal performance on all those records. And I would that, boy, that that album cover always tripped me out. It, like, what? How do they do that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about you, Todd? What's well, going on in your musical world this week? Let me tell you. This week, I consulted actually my good friend Rob after consulting oh, yeah. my good friend Tony, and then I reconsulted my good friend Tony. Then I consulted Jared, who he's, deferred me to Tony and Jared. I mean, Tony and Rob. So he's playing us all off each other. Huh. I, I'm just huh. getting it. I'm, I'm being informed. I'm being informed. So I've got. Why are you leaving Chris out? Well, I didn't <laughs> yeah. call him, I didn't want to bother him with it. <laughs> um, oh, but he'll bother all three uh, yes. of us. Well, mm. yes. Uh, so actually. This is not about the second thing that I called you about, that I didn't call you about, Uh Tony. Uh, Uh Yeah. Anyways, so uh, Hello Sailor, the aforementioned Hello Sailor. Hello Sailor. Yes. um, I got a film sound amp from him, one of these old Mm. uh, 40s um, film projector uh, amplifiers. And I got this uh, several years ago. We talked about it on the podcast. But it's actually in a film projector for projector case 
from it's like pre-war which is amazing that all of that stuff you know made it out all uh, the uk um and is in fine condition in it and it yeah. uh you know it's solid but you realize that's almost 100 years old that's bananas man it's true it's crazy mm. um anyways m- the problem was that uh, joe in, in trying to make sure i got the you know a good product and everything and also not to break the absolute bank he put a um he put the al- uh the uh, al- uh no neodymium neodymium it was one of the things mm. neodymium celestian speaker in there which, which is, has a lot of aluminium aluminium in it. it's super super light but it was it's just too tight and crispy for this uh sound which is i guess i'm i was talking to you guys i'm like that's it was probably as close as i'd get to an old tweed sound right generally speaking okay i'm guessing that's what i I'm that's why i asked too. you guys anyways so I it's, think a, it's it, a different beast it's okay a, it's a 15 watt amp film and um is it that one right there no i i keep referencing it because it's been okay. there for a long time <laughs> but now it's back in my house anyways point being it's an old old 15 yeah. watt amp that um was just not sounding quite right um and i wanted to play it and i wanted to be able to use it and and uh so I consulted the local used guitar place mm-hmm. and picked up a hemp-based, a hemp cone, hmm. um, Alnico, thirty-watt speaker yeah. for like thirty bucks. Was it only thirty bucks? And it thing sounds fantastic. Wow. <laughs> nice. <laughs> At least a whole lot more fantasticer than it did. <clears throat> well, <clears throat> and I'll go on the record saying I, <clears throat> you couldn't pay me to use neodymium. Speakers. Hey, easy. I, I got to try like to them. sell this thing, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> Except for Todd's. Todd's is really, Todd's really good. Todd's magic. <laughs> the best. That, that is... You want that Sabbath first six album sound? <laughs> That's the one. That's the neodymium. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> through, a, through a Stratocaster. <laughs> um, and I, I am a fan of Alnico speakers. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I do well, like... And, and why... So when I asked you, Tony, why did you say that one right away? Because I wanted to, it, the speaker to do what? You want it to, I mean, it's, uh, Elnico speakers are more efficient and they break up sooner. Right. And they, I mean, we were talking about this a little bit earlier. They, they tend to be a little bit brighter. Um, but I think for the most part, I just, I, there's something about that sound that I, I yeah. really like. Now, I also like greenbacks, Celestian greenbacks, which are ceramic speakers. But um, I, I, maybe the voice coil size is the same in those. Mm, I don't know. I'd have to. I don't but, know. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're to me, it's 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 like using a real vintage part, even right. though it's it's it's, it's modern. And, and I like the idea of keeping it lightweight too, because the you know the backs of those things are usually pretty relatively small compared to like a giant uh, ceramic, ceramic one. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, I plugged it in and it did exactly what I was hoping it to do. I played it for like a good thirty minutes, and and I just had it alligator clipped, and I was like, wow, this is. I plugged it in and bang, it was distortion and it sounded great. And I was like, okay, now we're in business. That's you, awesome. You, what brand was it that had a hemp cone? Do you have any idea? No. Huh. Interesting. Uh, I I can find that out. I yeah, I, I, I think it was, I think it was, was called Hemp Tone. Hemp Tone. No, no. It was a sin, so, oh sin sin. sin. No. C I N N C I N N, something that's like that. That's a new one on me. Uh, anyways, 
Yeah, and if like, you don't like the speaker, you can always smoke it. <laughs> yes. Anyways, uh, yeah. woo. So that's <laughs> cool. We got to get moving here. Tony's talking too much. All right. Hey, you know what? Speaking of Tony talking too much, we need to uh, talk about uh, the the fine folks at Tour Gear real oh, quick. Oh yes. You know what they got down there, Tony? Um, I think they've got uh, 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 cables. Yes, they do. That you really had to think that about how many times we've done this. Um, um, um. Yes, um, but more importantly, what? they have custom multi packs. We talk all the oh. time about the sizes and the configurations and all that stuff. And loading up your and shopping now, cart. Yeah, you can go on and create your own twelve pack, sixteen pack, oh. and twenty four pack. Holy, pretty cow. cool. So you get a little you know deal off of putting all those things together. And and if you check out, what happens? You enter the guitar knobs, all lowercase, all one word, and you're going to save 10% off your custom multi-pack. That sounds like a deal to me. Get on there and do it. Don't waste any time. Do Actually, it right now. I, I might take a look at that and see. Yeah, I'm going to Yeah, do that. All right. Anyway, so thank you, Tour Gear, for sponsoring our Four on the Floor, which Ralph kind of already walked through a little bit. So, Ralph, do you want to reintroduce that? Oh, that was just the pedal board for the jam. I got a, oh I my. Got a different thing. He's got I'm a sorry. different thing. He's got a different one. And we need Let's a special talk about introduction. We, we do need a special introduction. Uh, don't Rob, point at me. I don't oh have a clue gosh, what you're Rob, talking you about. You are the reluctant person. What? I usually black out during this period. Chris, do you want to? <laughs> I don't know. He doesn't. He's still joining. Tony, go. Okay. Watch, watch and learn. Watch and learn. <laughs> watch and learn. <laughs> Let me get a little bit of this. One, two, one, two, three. Four on the floor. All right, Ralph Gachok. Uh, wonderful audio technology. What is your four on the floor? Again, V2. Part V2. V2. Yeah, so V2, I thought I'd go a little bit different. Like good because that would be really boring if we did the same <laughs> one. Over. <laughs> just in a different order. Yeah, we'll just we'll just clip it from the last. I'm glad you put the, the, the deep thing in that one. That. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I thought about because four on the floor is kind of hard. You got to pick four pedals. There's so many awesome pedals. So I thought I'd go with the pedals that inspired me to really love that type or just pedals in general. Okay. Perfect. So. The the first one is the um, Keeley Tesla MK3. It's uh, I got this on a whim. It's uh, it's like um, it's got a Germanium transistor in there. It's a tone bender style pedal. It I got it because I was like ah you know this sounds cool like I want to get into some more classic fuzz sort of stuff, and um, I was just blown away with how this thing sounded and it totally it has that what you think of or you imagine as a germanium sound like it's totally got that in spades and it kind of like opened my eyes to that sound and mm. and kind of opened the doors to like other sort of fuzz sounds and i just kind of like it was it's sort of like yeah it was is the entry the entry point into um fuzz it in another way for cool. me Nice. Is it? Does it sound good with single coils, or is it? Is it? Sometimes hum, humbuckers have a hard time with those kinds of fuzz. It seems like. Is it better for single coils? And then, do you run it into an amp that's already crunchy, or is it better on like a clean platform? Dang, Chris I, earning his pay over here. Holy yeah, cow! Ooh, that's yeah. a good question. Um, I usually run. So okay, 
when I play single coils, I usually uh, crank the gain on my amp a little bit, so I'm at the edge of breakup. Um, when I run, when I play humbuckers, I usually run my amp fairly clean. Okay. So, and it actually sounds good in both of those situations. But I haven't really tried edge of breakup humbuckers with it, gotcha. um, or super clean single coils with it. But all right, cool. That's good. It seems like it'd be versatile then. It, 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 I think it's pretty versatile. I mean, it is tone bender style. Yeah. So, like, you you have those limitations. But um, can you just briefly explain what tone bender style is in your own words to those who uh, might be new to this kind of thing? That's a that's a hard. Like, you know what? Tone benders to me sound really nasally. Like, just kind of. It's I. That's really the only word description I can. It's like a, it's a fuzz, like I think early Zeppelin maybe. Um, yeah, so it was, that, it was that Zepp one for sure. It's kind of like you had, the yeah. fuzz, you had the fuzz face thing. It seemed like Hendrix was doing that. And then I guess the, the tone benders were floating around there with the three transistor ones, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And, and they have this sort of, their, their vibe is more midzy, I think. Like, mm -hmm. and it's really like, it's less about the Velcro and a little bit more about the. It, there's a smoothness, yeah, and and but the, like to me, it's like the the it's vocally, but it's like more in nasally. I, I can't yeah. really describe it any other way. Uh, Does that one clean up at all? I mean, they're not necessarily known for clean up, but I was just wondering. No, that one doesn't clean up. Okay, very okay. Good. Tony, cool. you're gonna have to break a twenty so I can. I know. Jeez, give that man a two dollar <laughs> bill. <laughs> I'm just genuine, genuinely curious because I That's mine cool. don't mine don't clean up either. I was just curious if that one does. And I, yeah, I don't necessarily yeah. need it to either. You know, I just was wondering. Yeah, I mean, I I before that I hadn't really had much experience with germanium, um, playing with germanium style pedals. Like, <laughs> I don't think germaniums are magic, but I do love the tone that the germanium like like the idea of it and also like it does have a sound and uh that pedal really does it it it, it really showcases that Sweet. sound and that that sound is really i was like oh that is that's a cool sound awesome nice here's my only gripe with Keeley pedals and everybody's like, excuse me, Todd. <laughs> collectively, collectively, everybody eased Rocks off the gas pedal right there uh, <laughs> and on their morning drive. The foot switch is positioned rather deep inset back. into ah. the pedal. And those of us who have big shoes that house big feet, that's that's a that's kind of a hassle. Because mm -hmm. you got to, all of a sudden, you, you got to be aware of where, where you're stepping. Mm -hmm. That's my only thing. Robert. Pull the thing back, buddy. You, you'd be fine. You got plenty of room. Well, okay. he's got a battery. Battery. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's nobody why. Need, yeah. Nobody. Nobody does that. Come on. Except Rob. I okay. Do. Oh, brother. Of course you do. Of course. Yeah. 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 I have batteries in all my fuzzes. Yeah. All See? right. Okay. <laughs> that's two. That's two. All right. Fine. Fine. Number Keep two. <laughs> Number two. <laughs> Number two is. Um, the Ibanez Sound Tank Series Super Chorus, the CS5. Hmm. Yeah, oh, that's, that's it's legit. it's everybody makes fun of the Sound Tank Series because it's like this ugly beetle plastic thing. They were ugly, yeah, super ugly. It was the first chorus I ever bought, and um, I just love the way it sounds. It sounds so good, um, to me, to my ears. It's it is what chorus 
what I want chorus to sound like. And every other chorus pedal I've ever played or bought, I compare to this one. Um, you know, the problems are it's not true bypass. The switching can be kind of finicky. I mean, not being true bypass is you know, whatever. It's a, the different. It's a different debate. But like, it's not. It's kind of finicky with the foot switch. I need to probably repair it or something. Um, well, you're selling the, the heck out of this. <laughs> I love the way it sounds. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Well, you know what? Well, I mean, I'm it's a piece of it's, crap. But I love it. <laughs> I love the way it sounds. This, Can you move the is, foot switch closer to the yes, middle of the pedal, please? <laughs> Well, it's big. It looks like I don't know if you've seen it. Is it yes. Is oh it, yeah. Yeah. We have We're a beetle right now. You can't move up. it anywhere. Yeah. It's uh, it's great. Um, <laughs> now, have you compared that to some of the other uh, Ibanez series? You know, they they were, they did one thing well, which was you know they brought out series, so they gave a, a new reason for people to get those. And now as collectors, people are still going back and getting them, which that's pretty clever. Uh, but have you compared the, that course to some of the other series? Uh, no, I have not. Not within the Ibanez series. I've oh, only compared it with other courses that I've bought. Yeah. There's that's your, your new homework. mission. That, that's that's going to be your next four on the floor. Four different Ibanez, Ibanez courses. Four different Ibanez <laughs> courses. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Bad news bear. Okay, number three. Number three, I'm going to go with uh, the Boss DD5. Yep. My first delay pedal. Um, and I just, I, I just pulled this thing out after I've had it on my pedal board for years and years and years. And then I went on and did different delays and I pulled this one out cause I was thinking about what pedals inspired me to get other pedals. And this, I didn't really understand delay till when I got this pedal, like, I don't know when I was like 16 or 17 or something like that. Um, and it, it just, if you look at this delay, you can't believe that this thing was released in the 90s. Like, it's got multiple delay time settings. It's got a tap tempo option. If you plug in an external foot switch, you could do like all the tap, like the quarter note, uh, mm-hmm. triplet, dotted eighth, whatever whatever you want here. And, and then it's got a reverse mode. Yep. Like, and it's really Ow. good too. It, it's totally, it's, I can't believe this delay came out back when it did boss was pretty revolutionary back then and this delay was like it was the tone and the delay that i used for years and years and years and i still use i still compare delays to this delay yeah and you can pick one up on reverb for about 80 bucks yeah do it yeah they made a million Mm. like i had two of those on my board for mm, 15 15 ish years or so did you use one for reverse and the other for regular Mm mm-hmm one went forward, one went back. Yeah. Nice. Nice. <laughs> this was before they had, uh, like, probably the only programmable delay at this time was the DL4. So it was before uh, they had, so I had two different delay settings. But, huh. yeah, DD5, man. I've still got at least one in a box somewhere. Wow. There you go. So if you ever huh. want to borrow it, Todd, you know. Get it out of the box. Oh, Play yeah. It, Use it live. <laughs> How about uh, number four? Number four is a weird one. Um, it's a little, maybe it's the boss V Hello. What the hell is that? You got us. Yeah. Hang on a second. Oh, wait, I've seen that. Yeah. It's the, I've never weird, played one, but I've seen it. It's built like a tank. Mm, yeah. It's this. Oh yeah. Okay. It's like their early, uh, what is it? Like 
what do they call it? Like CMOS, like it looks emulation. like RoboCop's feet. It's totally RoboCop feet. Um, <laughs> it's got like multiple settings. It's it it does a crybaby style wah, a Vox wah, a, hmm. a Morley style wah. It's got this like weird voice setting that, that like is absolutely horrible. It's got um, a drive. Like it's got a built-in distortion, which is just atrocious. Like, do not use. He, the he is really selling this stuff, yes. isn't he? And it yeah, has. Does it have an acoustic setting? Yeah. Oh, if only. <laughs> if only. <laughs> Twelve string. But, <laughs> the the uh, actual wah sounds are really good. Yeah. Like they're they. I discovered like wah in a different way when I started playing this pedal. Like I I had a Vox like uh. I don't know. I don't remember exactly like the, with the, the chrome model. tops. Yeah, the chrome yeah. top, like the old one that yeah. you get way a long time ago. Um, and it was so trebly. Like I'd ha- I bought an EQ pedal just to like tame it uh-huh. when I'd use it. Um, but then I got this thing, and um, it's just like the difference between the Morley style and the Vox style and the Crybaby style was just like eye opening for me. And I really kind of honed in what kind of tone I wanted out of a wah. And then the kicker on it for me was was the U- Univi setting, the Univibe setting, um, which at first I was like, what is this? This is this is silly. Because uh, it would like warble as you press down on the uh, on, on the uh, the foot rocker thingamajigger. Um, but as I was in the band and I, and I – wanted to do i needed to do an organ style sound or whatever or that's what i, I wanted to do and so i was rocking a chorus and i and i was like oh well there's this univy setting well, i'll just set it to that and i was using that and it was and it opened my eyes to like univibes all of a sudden it's like there's this thing called univibe and it's so cool it's like the coolest pedal out there um for, for modulation and so this this wah uh, it really opened my eyes to like all the different kinds of wah sounds, how you can make, how they like, what, what kind of, like, how do you want to use it? Like toe back with that little gnarly growl or like less of it. And the really trebly front, when you push down, all the settings are here, you can do it all. And then there's that Univibe setting that just showed me what Univibe is. So super Hmm. Like for its time, also a super cool pedal. What year was that made? I think it was a early two thousand. Okay, and would you, would you put that first in your chain, or you? you think in yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. First in my chain. This was before I was really into fuzz. So okay, like because I brought it wouldn't work really well with you know vintage style fuzzes because it's buffered. Gotcha. That's right. Yeah. Wow, that is intriguing. That is very intriguing. <laughs> it's also cool that the four pedals you came up with or that you're you're putting forward aren't like super boutique or pricey. They're mm-hmm. kind of like niche and cool, but they're you can get like that course for 50 bucks. Yeah, that, which that's I think a, is cool. that's like a $400 board right there. <laughs> no, just kidding. The first one is about 270. Yeah. So Yeah, the first one's expensive, yeah. Yeah, that's that was yeah. pretty expensive. Yeah. So that's cool. Uh, and then you have to, you know, reposition the foot switch. So they're accounting. <laughs> yeah, you got yeah. Or, or new housing. Looper. New housing. Yeah. yeah, new housing. All right, man. Well, that's very cool. Thank you for sharing uh, that round two of this. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have the Fuzzlands, uh, the the newest, right? The newest. 
Yeah, yeah. The newest. It's the yeah. newest. The newest offering from wonderful audio technology. Uh, I was very excited when I saw a post of this. I immediately hit him up and I said, hey, man, we need to get you back on the show. And he said, affirmative, let's do it. Uh, then can, I, can I read the inscription that is on the inside of the back cover? Yes, please. <laughs> it says, and this is number 37. This is but a step on your journey for Tone. I hope you stay a while. And it's yes, by Ralph. I like that a lot. Uh, Ralph, we talked about this before a little bit, but I feel like you read a lot. Oh, um, I, lie to me. I just don't. say yes. Say I, don't oh, yes. Don't leave me hanging out here. Ton. I always read. And he watches a ton read. of movies. I read, I read all day long. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I actually do. I read emails all day long. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, uh, the reason that I bring that up again is because you go to great lengths in your packaging uh, with, you know, a, a storyline to your pedal and you're very clever with your wording and everything. So, oh, um, thanks. yeah, I mean, if you don't read, you'd be, a, I think you'd, you'd make a good writer, man. Oh, thank you. You are more than welcome. Um, you have clever little things on the inside. It says protect our wetlands, uh, rock our fuzz lands. Yeah. Okay. Here, you got a future in copywriting. Um, <laughs> vintage, modern, nah, both. You know, yeah. eh, that takes. Uh, trust me, I got a bunch of copywriters on my staff. It's, it's not the easiest thing in the world to find. Um, and then uh, you have another little thing here, and this is my favorite: LED brightness adjust. I mean, whoa, what a headline that is! Um, <laughs> yeah, that's it. But that's my. That's a, a fantastic a aspect of this pedal because that is one gripe that I know a lot of people have is blinding LEDs. And you know what? The oh, outside yeah. of you know we were talking earlier about film sound projectors. This is what it feels. That's like. That's what the finish on this uh, and, and of the an color old projector of an old projector it is. Yes, that's your next pedal. Make a thing based on the projectors or something uh so let's get into first of all what this does and then you can give us the backstory and how you got there okay sure why don't you walk us through it well it's um it's a fuzz pedal that uh i i've been i love fuzz I, i've been like analyzing fuzz circuits for a while now and uh i started designing a fuzz way back when uh, a friend of mine was like, Hey, check out this like album. Like it's got such a cool fuzz sound on it. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to, I, yes, that is cool. I want to make something like that. But as I was designing the circuit, I just kind of like kept like going weird places with it. And I, I designed like multiple versions with different settings like knobs for some of the settings um and then and then i realized like knobs can get you in trouble sometimes you can turn a knob and it sounds awful yes um so so i was like okay maybe what if i did switches i love and then, switches i love them so uh, and then i was just trying to like design a fuzz that like gave you that vintage sound of like your guitar heroes, but also kind of like had a little bit of an element of its own character that could just kind of not be exactly with that. It's like not exactly the, the sound of your heroes, but like kind of in the style of with yeah. a little bit of uniqueness sprinkled on. And, Foundationally. And, yeah. And like versatility, like 
because you know sometimes you want a gated fuzz, but sometimes you don't, and just that sort of it just kind of came like as as I was playing it and I'd play in my jam band or I'd play in my band and um, I had a version of it on my pedal board for many years and I just kept working at it and uh, came up with Fuzzlands. So. Awesome. Now this has you just talked about some of the functionality of it. I think the most interesting thing about this, aside from the fact that it sounds great, thank you, Tony, he's turning it. Uh, you've got. A volume and a fuzz, which is necessary on a fuzz pedal, but uh, you also have roots, earth, and nature. These three toggles, there's two two-way toggles and one three-way toggle. Uh, this is where the fun begins, because there's all kinds of combinations. I mean, I think there's maybe an infinite... Not an infinite, a finite. A fi by infinite, I meant finite. You met yeah, I tried number, to backpedal yeah. the mini, you gave me the cockeye. <laughs> infinite. You're not so good at math. I am not. That's well established. There is a finite uh, number of combinations. But a lot but of But a them. lot of finite <laughs> of this, yes. Anyway, oh, many, many, many <laughs> combinations. Let me do well, your taxes. Well, in your, your defense, Todd, yes. the, uh, the, the fuzz knob changes the character a lot. So, like, the switches do different things with the fuzz knob in different positions. So it is close to infinite. Yes. Tony's, Tony's going to do the, uh, the uh, what do you call that, the numbers on it? Oh, the factorial? Yeah, you're going you're gonna to tell us how many combinations are here. You can do it. You got, you got a computer in your hand. Um, this is no computer. It's a phone. I know. Uh, so tell us what, uh, what the difference is between Roots, Earth, and Nature. So Roots, um, with the Roots in the up position, it's like kind of the, the input is closer to a fuzz face. It's not exactly a fuzz face. So it does very much interact with uh, your guitar pickups and the volume control in your guitar so it's just like kind of more i call that the vintage mode uh it gives you just it's not as much gain but it it gives you a lot of control if as long as that pedal sitting in the front of your chain uh with the roots in the down position it adds a jfet preamp stage which kicks up the gain really kind of like pushes the transistors and adds like some real like really cool character to the sound it is cooler with buffers if you have a buffer in front of it and um it's less reactive to your volume control but it still cleans up pretty nicely earth is a switch that changes the input frequency so like in the up position it's um a little bit it's 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 thinner um but it does feel like it has like more of a mid push in the down position it's more more earth Basier, thicker, um, and then nature controls the voltage of uh, the transistors. So in the down position, it it's cleaner, but you really can get that nasally, as I was talking earlier, tone bendery sort of sound as you pull up the gain on the fuzz. Um, and then if you switch on uh, the uh, roots to the down position, you really hit that hard and it really has a, a unique character to it. Um, in the middle position, it's, it's smoother sounding. And then in the up position, it's gated. So it's like starving the voltage and, um, you can get that splatty sort of gated velcro -y sort of fuzz sound. Got it. 
Got it. Got it. Got it. Well, that's a pretty complete picture and all that in one pedal. But most importantly, you get to toggle your way to those things. And I think <laughs> that is... All right, look, we had a, a, a little pedal show here uh, called Pedals and Pints. It was mm-hmm. our second one uh, put on by the uh, lovely gentleman at uh, Thimble Wasp. Uh, and it was uh, oh, mostly Ohio builders. We had a couple from Michigan, I believe. Um, and a couple guitar mm. builders, and it was great. Yeah. Uh, I put this out on a board. I, ha- I put together a fuzz board. Uh, this was one of several fuzz that I had on the board. And people loved playing with it. Because That's awesome. They're Thanks, just like, man. Oh, man. Look at uh, well, it's just, it's just, you know, we're... We're dumb humans. We like to flick switches and stuff. It's we are. Like, it's not that hard. <laughs> we are tactile by nature. Yes, and that's got it in spades, and it sounds great. Yes. Yeah, there's not really a bad sound in it. <clears throat> I thought it was really interesting. The fuzz knob is, there isn't a bad position on the fuzz knob. So you can set it in a lot of different places, and it still sounds good. Which is, was that difficult to do that? It doesn't seem like many other pedals have that functionality on a fuzz pedal where you, no matter where you set the fuzz knob, there's a useful, <laughs> it's useful in some way. Yeah, that was definitely, it was difficult. And uh, it was like one of the, the challenges that I, because I love fuzz, but like most fuzz, you just turn it all the way up because otherwise it just, it's not fuzzy anymore. Right. And, um, and I really was, working hard and trying different just trying random different ideas on the breadboard to try to figure out how to like do sort of a classic style fuzz but make that fuzz control have a usable range throughout the whole thing yeah well you somehow figured out a way to do it because it's it definitely definitely happens that's sick (laughs) and i thought the roots switch was really cool because like you were saying you you do have that you know if you want to have it like as an always on you can just keep it up, and that way you can use your guitar volume to kind of control uh, gain, yeah. which is sweet. And and then if you want, if you're just going to use the fuzz, is more of like probably how you're you were using the Keeley, maybe where it's like just like a go big mm-hmm. sound where you're not using the cleanup. Then you can just flick it down, and that's actually pretty thick sounding. I mean, I know that the the nature switch gets that tone bender if it's in down position, but you're almost in tone bender territory. It sounds, seems like when you put that root switch down and then if you want, cause you know, some tone benders do gate, they do have that gated sound. So then you can kind of get maybe like a Mark one, uh, sound with this, with the nature switch up. So yeah, I thought, I think you did a great job with this pedal. Um, Todd dropped it off at my house a little while ago and it was really, really cool. So nice work. Thanks. Awesome. Uh, Todd, Chris gets two more dollars. <laughs> this is really is. Yeah. By no, the way, I, 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 we are desperately trying to figure out how. <laughs> we are. See, I'm not the only but, one that's terrible at math. I could call my daughter who's like, oh, what well, math whiz. And she could tell me like probably as I was asking her. By we, he means him. No, well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, um, a lot is the number. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's many, the, many, the science many. of it. Um, yeah. But I, yeah, Chris, you, yeah, you nailed it, man. I mean, like those, all those, those were my thinking when I was designing that pedal, like all those ideas, like trying to accomplish all of that stuff. And sometimes when you try to accomplish everything, you end up falling short a little bit, but I don't think you really, I think I don't think you did. I mean, it, it really does sound great in all the positions. It'd be hard to kind of figure, I guess it's per recording project, or per per song or per band, I guess probably more per band. I don't see myself like switching it 
maybe between you know different songs if I'm playing in a band, but if I go to a recording session, you're going to have a lot of functionality with the with the little EQ adjustments, and just depending on what the song is calling for, you're going to have. If you if this is only fuzz you bring, you're probably going to be able to find what you're looking for in there. So that's awesome. Really yeah. well done. Thank you. Awesome. Indeed. Uh, he was the first person outside of the, uh, you know, that that me and Tony that I, I let borrow uh, to to play with it because I knew he'd put it uh, through the ringer, and uh, and he's a really great player. So, so Todd, what I come up with, because we have a two-way switch, a three or two two-way switches, yes. and a three-way switch. Yes. Don't count the knobs. That doesn't really. Well, the knobs play into a different <laughs> category, but there are twelve possible combinations of those switches. So infinite. So if 12 is infinite to you, yes. <laughs> 12 possible combinations of switches. No. A lot. Yes. No, there's way more than that. No. Try it. Yeah, there's way more than that. No. No, no, no because if you think about it, so if, if one switch is in an up position, right? while that switch is in an up position, you are going to have one, two, three, four, five possible combinations. Oh, now, then now put that he's, one in a down position. Now he's flexing. Then you get five. You. And then if you put another one in up position... Then this one can. He only comes out when he when he's just like you know what I've had it with this nonsense of badness. <laughs> You've literally gone through all the things. I draw here. I draw I draw the picture. You draw the <laughs> picture. Draw the picture. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, we're gonna get to the bottom of this, ladies and gentlemen. Rob's gonna okay, do hold it because he's you know thinking of how to complain about amps Switches. in the meantime. Continue the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Compromis- Thank you. Compromission, signore. Uh, here we go. So. Um, Anyways, this is a great sounding pedal, and what I am actually, honestly, I'm not blowing smoke here. I'm excited that it's a great sounding pedal because the first pedal you sent us was outstanding. Oh, thanks. You remember that one? Yeah, Ancient Echoes. Ancient Echoes. I actually sent that off to several people, (laughs) including former guest and Seven Horse uh, band guy. Joey Callio, so sent that out to California. I'm like, man, you got to check this out because he was going down to Sunset Studios to record, and he's like, man, I'm looking for, uh, uh, you know, something that's got some atmosphere. I'm like, I'm sending you a pedal, and I, I'm I'm not sure if he used it or not on the recording, but I know he really he said he really dug it. So, um, hey, that's all that matters to me. Yeah. Uh, so if you are interested in what we're talking about, um. And, and this Fuzzland sounds right up your alley. I would highly recommend uh, the Ancient Echoes. Uh, wait, why don't you tell them about that just a little bit? You don't have to go deep, deep, deep. Yeah, it's it's a, a reverb pedal that has a pre-delay in it and then a feedback loop within the delay section, some modulation, and um, and then like an impression input that you can control the feedback, and then there's a switch that like also controls the feedback, and it's very atmospheric. Like the name Ancient Echoes, it's it's kind of darker, it's kind of uh, spooky, but it's got a vibe. It's like an instant. Uh, well, somebody on, on on Instagram commented when I did a little little play demo of it. They're like. It's just like an instant atmospheric generator. Like it's, it's not ambient, overly crazy. Unless you, of course, turn up the reflections all the way up, then it yeah. gets all washy and stuff. But you can, um, it's just, it's got a character to it that yeah. is uh, 
ancient. Well, I, I think something that I enjoy about your pedals, which I've, we first encountered on the Ancient Echoes, is that you've got, you know, a lot of pedals, if you take a boss, right? You go, what is it? What is that? That's level. What is that? That's um, drive. What is that? You know, it's like it, there's no there's no guesswork to it, which oh. yours is like level dampen, um, echo resonance. You got rate and depth. That's fine. Um, and then reflections, and yeah. and then you got one foot switch. It's called summon, and that you know whether you are doing it on purpose or not, you beg curiosity by that. And you also free everybody up who's using this from thinking they know what they are going to make this sound like. And I think that that oh, is a really nice. unique thing in, in the pedal world. Um, when, we, when we usually get pedals, we get a pedal because we think we know what it, that it's going to do the right thing for us. But when you encounter something, you're like, I think I know what this is, but... I don't know what summon means. I don't know what dampen means. I don't know what reflections means in beyond what the pedal says, which is, uh, you know, reverb and delay or, you know, which is cool because then you end up, you turn it on and you turn the knobs to figure out what it's going to do. Which exactly. creates exploration and you end up having, you know, yeah. creating a cool, unique yeah, sound. The mic's to your right. Using your ears, <laughs> using your ears and not just your eyes, right? Yes. Yeah, I was exactly. talking to Todd. And like, <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was actually leaning over so he could, so he could hear me. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and you're doing you're, that again yeah. on, on Fuzzlands. You know, Roots, or if somebody gets a fuzz and they go, okay, I know what a fuzz sounds like. Really? You know what Roots sounds like? You know what Earth and nature sounds like? I don't think so. And you're going to go through and check out something. You're like... You may not have switched on that in 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 that case, and you turn on. Whoa, whoa, wait! What's that? I wasn't expecting that. I didn't mm. know if I was going to like that mm. or not. I mm. think that is such a hugely important thing in, especially in today's realm of like an option for everything. You can get anything you want in pedals, but the idea of getting something you don't know you might want Ooh. is pretty cool. Ooh, the mystery. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of, that. and I don't want to get off topic, but orange amps, because it's got those little symbols. Yeah. So, so I don't, yeah. sorry, I don't want to derail, but when you're talking, because I do agree, I think that is interesting when you have these titles and you have to use your ears, not yeah. your eyes. So. We Where should we, do a 101 on that, Rob. Rob just signed up for a 101 on orange amps. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's going to blow your mind. That's going to be the shortest episode ever. Man. I'm I'm sorry to we're gonna have to buffer you that with some the, other stuff. You're the vibe assassin. Well, and, Damn, it's, you it's, and your little plant. No, no, the, the, it it will be neat though. You'll be surprised. Okay, you're the professional. Okay, so well, that's 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 really cool that you know like you're actually formulating my story. I think for future pedals because like both of those pedals like um, the art kind of really inspired a lot about. It, it's sort of once I started settling in on the art, which all the art, by the way, is like my wife's doodles. Um, I just grab that and I stick it on. I like that's cool. I like that doodle. You guys and are talented, man. She's a great oh, doodler. Yeah, that's that. Those are yeah. really cool on there. And so, like, it sort of starts creating a story behind the pedal, and um, that story, like, and inf- like, I try to like create 
or modify, like I'll have an initial design and then I'll start thinking about the art and then I try to like have the two play off each other to kind of, um, create a vibe eventually. Yeah. Um, and then the, not the, 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 the um, the, the, the knobs and switches and stuff get named off of the vibe of that pedal. So fuzz lands is, you know, lands and what's in the lands, earth and nature and roots are trees. Cause the art is trees. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like, that's how it kind of formed. Yeah. Keep it ambiguous. Um, so, uh, here we go. I want to sh- just share this everybody. We were just talking about, you know, your, how you're doing the copy. And the reason that I'm focusing on this is because not because we're trying to break down all the tiny little elements of, you know, your marketing and everything, but it, I think it's inspiring to think about this as a musician. Okay. A reverb pedal born out of the idea, uh, that what has been colors, what is now and blurs the lines between traditional and ambient reverb tones. Capable of room tonal thickening, springy neo-surf rock, drenched ambient decays, cavernous endless echoes, and a warbled sea cave reflections, all with a touch of lo-fi textural colorations. Who is not going to buy that based on that? I mean, seriously. Who doesn't want to dip into that stuff to, to, to bring cool tones of what you're trying to do because it's undefined it's you make of that what you you know what you're gonna i i just think that that is um so necessary in in creating music so thank you for just dropping that little bit of stuff (laughs) anyhow (laughs) um yeah so keep doing it man that's what we're saying keep doing it i will i will uh, speaking of that, do you have anything, uh, on the, uh, outer edge of limits of what might be the coming? Horizon. The horizon, whatever you might call the horizon. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm working on a lot of things. Um, and you know, I, I always have ideas going in parallel. I think the thing that is the most close to being done and I hope it gets done. I thought it was going to be done this year, but it's probably not. Um, it's a, it's another fuzz. It's a, it was, you know, you know, champion Lecky. Oh the, yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. What so, your pal? Yeah. So last year he issued a challenge out to the pedal community to create a fuzz and I'm paraphrasing cause I don't remember exactly what he said, but it's like so devastating that it'll bring about the end of days and it's the end of days fuzz challenge. Right. Um, and it, it, he didn't finish his end of days fuzz challenge and a couple people added their end of days fuzz and I started working on mine, but pedal designs sometimes take, they can span a long time. They can like all my designs take years before they're, they're ready. Um, so I'm not, I wasn't ready. I didn't finish that last year yeah. and I don't even know if I'm going to finish it this year, but I've got a fuzz that is really crazy um but also can be very usable um it's going to be four foot switches in four corners of the pedal uh big enclosure gnarly wow like crazy like sounding but also like not gnarly and then yeah it's right now so i had all these like weird names for it 
and this is subject to change, so disclaimer, but my wife was like, it was inspired by art from my wife. Um, she drew like this cool robot looking over a city. Okay. Yeah. And um, I was like, oh, That's this is rad. so, it's totally cool. It's, uh, you know, cartoony, but like cool, like interest. It's, it's, it's in, it still fits the vibe. Of, of the brand so far and um i gave it all these names and i like tried to do like some latin stuff which i couldn't pronounce and like so as i couldn't even pronounce the, pe- the name of my own pedal i'm like no so she's just like why don't you just call it robots destroy the earth and I was like, yes <laughs> yes so i hope to release robots destroy the earth next year all sometime. right Okay, but that's that's we in the works. I, I'm looking forward yeah, it's, to that it's, pedal with four foot switches on is, one on each corner. Yeah, it's it's um. I mean, I I took a lot of inspiration from Death by Audio in this in this sort of world, right? You like, pull a hamstring doing that. Yeah, well, it's not that big. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I I I've been publicly posting about it with a, a hashtag end today's fuzz. Um, which you should follow because there's cool pedals that are being yeah Yeah. so it's it's public i i haven't quite i haven't Mm. shared the artwork publicly yet um but i really i just a couple more tweaks just a couple more i keep saying that every time i like design a design Mm -hmm. do a design it's like a couple more tweaks and then two years later i'm like just a couple more tweaks yeah that's that's uh that's very exciting, and and uh, yes, I said one quick question: when you get when you're doing these tweaks, you can just are, jump in. You don't are, have to raise your hand. Are you but. grabbing? <laughs> are you grabbing different uh, guitars? Like, how do you when you're doing these tweaks? Are you doing different amps, or do you have like one setup that you use? Um, I try to play the pedal through as many amps as I possibly can, um, and then I also try to play it in a liveish sort of setting, or like in a jam with the jam band or with my band. Um, and then I try uh, all the guitars I own. Um, so I, I'm just, cool. and that's when I start discovering like, Oh, it doesn't really work in this setting very well. So I start to try to think about like, how can I make that sound better? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, yeah. it's kind of maddening. It's like, why am I doing this to myself? Mm-hmm. But it's also cool because it's like an excuse to buy another amp or guitar. Right. There you go. <laughs> so. Ladies and gentlemen, if you found this as interesting as I think you probably have, uh, to hear the, the backstory on how Ralph kind of got to where he is in the pedal making process and, and uh, industry and all that stuff and his past his dark and, and, and uh, <laughs> ominous past. Uh, episode 253 will get you there, okay? So you might be saying, wait, wait, what about his backstory? That's where you get it, okay? So go listen to that. 253. Uh, Ralph, it has been a pleasure as, as it was last time, um, and we really appreciate the things that you're building out there and for sharing those with us. Um, I need to check with Rob real quick. Did you find out ultimate permutations of... Tony was right. What, 12? Between those switches, it would be 12 different pops. I thought you were going to come up with like 600 or something. I thought so too. No, I thought it was going to be like 30 or 40 or something, but nope, he was absolutely right. It was 12. Well, that's 11 more than most fuzz pedals. This is true. Wow. (laughs) All right. Well done, you math goons. 
All right, oh. it is time. We're all going to pile into the El Camino, and we're going to take a really long road trip, so hopefully you got your jackets and a pillow for your butt, because we're going to Vegas. Who's riding in the jump seat? Uh, we'll let Chris. Well, Chris and Ralph can Chris, drive. Okay. Were, you know. Yeah, that sounds good. It's a long trip. Yes. You know what we're going to do? Well, first. Yes. We have to introduce. It is. The segment of the show. Yes. Oh, would you rather? Work on that. Work on that a little bit. Andy, here we go. Here we go. It's a good one. It's a good one. Okay. Well, it's road trip time. Yes. Loading in the old Camino. Yep. And uh, I'm excited to go to Las Vegas, but I got to tell you, where you're taking me. You gave it a, away. I, what? You I said didn't we're even going get to, to say Vegas. I said we're going on a road trip. We, we, we already established that. <sighs> you ruined we're everything, We're in the jump Todd. seat. We're going a long ways. We needed jackets and Gatorade. Uh, go ahead. Okay. So we're, yes, in fact, we are indeed driving all the way to Las Vegas to see Sounds the, awesome. the hottest newest attraction oh, i'm excited the sphere that is absolute garbage <laughs> no it's true that is terrible i the i i can't stand the idea haven't the you sphere. seen the giant eyeball that they, that they project on the outside so for those who don't know this is this stadium kind of thing that uh, some developer created this sphere around the outside that has all these led millions and millions of leds and they can program in all kinds of pictures and video and all this stuff. And, you know, the one that, that comes to my mind is... It is 366 feet high. That's it awesome. It is 516 feet wide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... It's pretty big. It includes seating for 18,000 people. One million people. One million. Incredible. Yes, go on. So... This is, has become uh, a, a spot that rock and roll bands like to play, have been playing, are playing. Have played being one band. <laughs> one band. Just one band Just so far. One band so far. <laughs> and that would be our good friends at... 1.2 million LEDs. That's a lot of LEDs. Do they have a brightness control? <laughs> Probably not, but Ralph does. All right, go on, go on, yeah. go on. So uh, in this situation, um, this is going to be two different nights. Yes. And we're creating an imaginary night that, because right now U2 has the market cornered. Yes. Uh, they are the resident band, and they're doing all the stuff, all the albums, everything. Everything. Here, there, and everywhere. Bono is right. talking about saving the trees and yeah. all the stuff. It literally looks like the, uh, you know, in Star Wars where, uh, I can't remember which one, it was one of the later ones, where they're meeting and they uh, it's that huge arena and there's just thousands and thousands and thousands of people. Yeah. And there's like these tiny little people at the bottom. Yes. Saying all the words and stuff. Well, in this, we're just imagining this. Yes. So one option here is yeah. you two. You two. And lo and behold. And those of us who are still annoyed that, that they put that stupid thing on your Apple, you know, your iPhone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So keep going. This is getting better and better. So there is another band, Bands. Yes. Double Bill. Oh, I can't wait because that's, I'm definitely, whatever that is, I definitely am going to see that. Instead. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll think again because this is a double bill uh -huh. of 
Motley Crue, and Poison. A double bill. See, okay. Hmm. Well, we all have to make our own cases. Go ahead. Okay. Tony. You can make your cases. This is a. Okay, go ahead. Are you upset with me, Todd? I'm just, I got anxiety. I'm getting dry he, mouth. He's getting dry <laughs> mouth. Uh oh. So here's the deal you are, are you, granted a special wish. The genie is back with us. Uh, in the biggest bottle ever. Yeah, and inside the biggest sphere ever. That, that is, that's the bottle. 1.2 million LEDs. Yes. Lots of LEDs. And he's, he's benevolent this time. Mm hmm. Except he's got a little bit of, <laughs> I got gotcha, yeah, kind of thing going on. So he says, look, dude, you can go and see. Wow, you're really winding this up. I'm, 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 I'm working on it. I'm working I on it. I think Tony's buffering. <laughs> <laughs> I have a buffered bypass. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the deal. You want to go see this band? Okay. But no. Back me up. Okay, Back me on. up. Back me up. It's only better which, if you were here, band? Ralph. <laughs> yeah, I, guys, I think you're playing too much of the hemp cone here. Yeah. <laughs> I was touching it earlier. <laughs> so here's the deal. He says, dude, you get to have a guitar, a star's guitar. That would be the edge of you too, his explorer that he used way back when. But you have to sit through the Motley Crue Poison Double Bill show. Uh. Beginning to end, and they play every album, each band, every <laughs> album. This we're talking about about a eighteen hour concert. <laughs> or you get to have Mick Mars Strat. But you have to sit through the U2 show. <clears throat> and this time they're doing something very special. They're going to play every album, including the singles uh, from the very early days all the way to modern times. And again, about another 18-hour concert in the sphere. And you'll probably have to be up in the nosebleeds, which if you have any fear of heights, this, this thing looks incredibly scary. So what's it going to be? Do you want the Edges Explorer? But you have to sit through Motley and Poison. Or do you want Mick Mars Strat and sit through U2? Okay, okay. Now, to clarify, do we know what year the Explorer is? Is it like a, a 58? No, his or, isn't a 50. Is so it? it's going to be something in the 70s? Yeah, probably. Is, okay. And is it current day Motley Crue and current day? Yes. Okay. Current day. <laughs> All right. Which band annoys you the most is and, what and, we're saying. And, and, and Nugget hot. And well, we talking about Hot on speed. <laughs> and on Mick, we're talking about his, his like uh, 80s Kramer. Yeah. Era. Okay. Yeah, whatever his, you know, his yeah, his number Kramer's, one. Kramer's, yeah. Kramer's? Duh. Listen, um, he's talking already. I, I'm assuming you want to go first, Rob. Uh, I thought you always go first. I do, but I'm no, willing no, no, to... No, 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 Tony first. All right. Here's Strip the deal. Cosmics, whatever here. Um, I don't know that I could sit through a Motley Crue and Poison Double Bill for 18 hours. So I'm going to have to take Mick Mars... Strat, and I'll sit through 
the U2 show. I've seen U2 several times. Yeah. Um, I don't even know if I could sit through 18 hours of U2, mm. but I'm willing to give it a try. For... <laughs> so that's my decision. Take the edge or take... Uh, take the edge off. <laughs> yeah, take so, the edge right. off before we're going to see. <laughs> yeah, I will need something to take the edge off. No, I'm going to uh, to take the Strat from Mick Mars and watch U2 up in the nosebleeds. Okay. Mm. Rob. Same. Same? Same reasons I could. There's no way 18 hours. I, I, if, if tomorrow you said, hey, Rob, I got these free floor seats to see Motley Crue and Poison. They're free. Include a meal, blah, blah, blah. I'd be like, no, thanks. So that tells you how there's no way 18 hours. No, no. You, you, there, there'd be news of somebody hanging off the balcony and that'd be me. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Chris? I'm thinking the explorer, the explorer, might be enough of a draw for me to sacrifice my 18-hour. You'd sit through 18 hours for the explorer. I think I would. I think wow. I'd rather have the explorer than the strat. And I don't think 18 hours of U2. Well, it would probably it would be better than 18 hours of. I'd rather ha- I'd rather have the the the, uh, the explorer. So I'm going to go with explorer. The instrument outweighs yeah, the personal exactly. abuse. Yes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Ralph, which way are you going? Oh, well, okay. I'd love the Explorer because the Explorer is, that's just, it's a super cool looking guitar. But I feel like 18 hours <laughs> of Motley Crue and Poison, I, I, like if you're going to be stuck and this is a massive sphere <laughs> <laughs> with like, I'm, I'm going to just assume that there's like lighting and like super cool visuals the whole time. Oh yeah. You're going to want to be with the group of people who are just going to oh. be like, they're, oh, they're just true. like, they're going to like you too fans. They love you too. Like so much. They will do anything with you too. Mm. And I want to be around the people who are just going to like be happy the whole time and loving everything that's going on. And whether or not, you know, you love the music or not, it doesn't really, cause like the vibe will be cool. And so I'll take, I would, I, I'll take any game. What, give me, what about know? all the laughs? So, what about all the laughs you could have at the, because <laughs> yeah, we're, we're watching right now, we're watching a video as we speak. Like, bring a friend. It could be eight, then, it could be 18 hours of laughs at the Motley Crue show. Cause like yeah. right now Todd's smiling, watching <laughs> some of these, these Motley Crue videos. But I, yeah, I, I definitely can respect that. I think that's a good point with the crowd who you hang in with for 18 hours. It's a great, it's a good way to take. Good take on it for sure. There you go, Todd. Well, okay. I have. I've got. First of all, I think the idea of watching a band at the Sphere. Look, I, I saw images of this uh, when the <clears throat> when the U two first came out, and everybody was blitzed by it. And every single every single person is just like filming the Sphere. They got U two. At the bottom, and no one's paying attention to them. They're just going, "Oh, there's pretty pictures all over the place." Uh, to me, it's That's just every show now. It's though. Just, yeah, but no, no. Uh, if you paid money to go see two, and you only care about the TVs around you, that's crazy. I, I just, uh, I have a very hard time with this whole thing. It, it, at first, I was like, "Wow, wait a minute." 
Now, I also have a huge problem with I I'm a I love old Motley Crue. I really do. Vince needs to hang it up. Take yeah. the take the bologna sandwich out of his mouth. You <laughs> can't understand him. It's it's really bad. And and I feel I I actually feel bad for the rest of the band because they got to sit there and do this every night with him. And he used to be feel, great. Feel bad they each are making like a million dollars a show. It's bananas. <laughs> Anyways, um, so uh, at at first blush, I was like, "There's no way I'm gonna watch you two because I just buy Bono and whatever. It's just not my bag of chips." Oh, and here's the one for oh, you, Todd. God. You have to eat the other half of Vince's bologna sandwich. <laughs> Half-eaten right. sandwich. I don't think there is one. <laughs> so, anyways. Um, wow. I, I, I mean, it's just like people pay a lot of money to go watch these shows. Like, what's... I don't get it. I just don't get it. Anyways. Um, so, at first I was like, okay, whatever you two... Whatever isn't you two I'm going for. Mm-hmm. And then, as, then the idea of, you know... and. Like I said, I've seen that show before. I've seen that double bill before, twice. Mm-hmm. Um, at this stage, that would be very, very painful to do. Mm. But more painful. But now, you guys are talking about audience. It's a rock and roll audience. Like, people, like, kind of losing their minds, living up the old rock and roll dreams. And I'm like, I didn't want to see pictures of flowers and stuff. I want to see if the whole thing's engulfed in flames and there's skulls and there's, <laughs> you know, all kinds of other crazy stuff happening. I'm going to do that. I'm going to painfully sit through Vince murdering this, these great songs. <laughs> and and I'm going to walk away with the Explorer. And I'm going to be better off than having sat there and watched YouTube for 18 hours. All right. That's my thing. So- I might throw a wrench in this, right? Oh, man. Nick Mars is no longer in Mars. Well, this is hypothetical. It's, I don't know if you know that. Isn't it John 5 now? Like, it is. Like, Mick is coming is back he, for a special oh, engagement. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, he came back for he this He arm one. wrestled with John 5, and uh, he won. Yeah. Okay. Well, really? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, hypothetically, that happened. Because I don't know if that – Yeah. Physicality-wise, it I, is. Think, I feel like John 5 is a little bit more – Dexterous. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Indeed. Well, Not if he eats the bologna anyway, sandwich first. Okay. Hey. Because if you threw in John 5 in the whole situation, I might. Like change my John Pye's not in the situation. No, he is not in the okay. situation. Okay. Nor uh, can you have one of his guitars. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, that was a pretty fun one there, Tony. Um, uh, and yeah, yeah, if you don't like what you heard, to go to thoroughrocksatod.com. Send in a what? Would you and, rather? And send than, us a yeah. would you rather? Send us a would you rather? Yeah, we'll come up with a less um, excruciating. Yes, <laughs> we'll send that? you a genuine guitar knobs. Thank we'll, you. Note. We'll send you. The, the other half of Vince Neal's <laughs> sandwich. Quarter. Uh, uh, yeah. website doesn't exist. Throw rocks at Todd.com. I, I, I know. I, I, you know, you're doing it wrong. It's rocks, the oh, number rocks four, Todd. and Todd. Rocks for Todd. T O D D. Rocks for Todd.com. That doesn't exist either. All right. We need to thank a few people and let Ralph out of here. Please. And I think Rob has to go to the bathroom. Yeah, I think so. He's crossing his legs. So at this point of the show, there's a special group of people we love to thank. These are our executive producers. Now, an executive producer makes this show possible. How do you become an executive producer? It's very easy. 
you go over to patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs check out a couple different levels in which you can become a sponsor a patron a benefactor a hero a hero of this podcast yes um, each level comes with some very nice thank you gifts and opportunities to win extremely cool like things. Pedals like pedals and guitar books. And books and all sorts of treasures. Yes. But as an executive producer, there's one thing more. What is that? You get to have your name right on the thing. <laughs> your name read right on the thing. And that's what I'm going to do right now. So special thanks to these executive producers. Vader and Pedals, John Halverson, Rick Calhoun, Trevor Gunberg, Elad Mizrahi, Mike D, Richard Kendall, James White, Motander Guitars, Anthony Gemalero, Bill Gola Guitars, John Esterly, Anthony Lathrop, Stefan Lamb, Michael Senchuk, Ken Sayers, Doug Christ, Darren Gregory, Tom Brazen, Rusty Sneeden, Ralph Gottschalk. Hey, Ooh, what? That's that guy right there. Hello. I know that guy. What? <laughs> Don Kloss, Gregory Randall, Brett Hogarth, Eric Hemmer, Stuart George, uh, Michael Furman, James Bell, James Romer, Cameron Pampas, David Tyndall, Trevor Ellenberg, and Christopher Logan. Indeed. But Thank you, know, you. So, Todd. Yes. There's another group of people. Tell me. You forget every week. I know. I can't believe. We've been doing this for 100 years. So uh, we would like to give a very special thanks to these grand poobas. The top of the heap. The cream of the crop. A number one. King of the hill. That's right. Tommy Manasco. Ricardo Igareta. David Kaminga, Brandon Wound Pickups, Hex Matos, Michio Murakishi, Bob Crouch, Jack Gadian, Sam Jett, Tyler Rines, LSJ Music Company, John Williams, James Pennington, Steve Keys, Cody Foster, Science of Sound, Brian Robison, Jonathan Jerusic, Corey Nigro, Michael Van Zant, Tim Nowak, Jonathan Daly, Martin Cliff, Sean S. David Poe, Billy Spitfire Unlimited, Congregation Gear Demos, Paul Von Eppinger, Scott Sullivan, Great Lakes Guitar Pickups, Matt Hart, Enrico Fernando, and Moon Guitar. That is right. Uh, two things. Thank you to um, our pal at Moon Guitars for that delightful video he sent uh, upon receiving his fez. <laughs> And I also wanted to do a great big shout out to Liam at Belgola Guitars because he knows why. All right. Uh, Ralph. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we need to uh, let people know where they can buy your delicious pedals. Yeah. So uh, wonderfulaudiotechnology.com um, or whatpedals.com. And I also have stuff on Reverb. I tend to favor my own web store but i try to keep reverb in stock good nice Sweet. yes and it's, if you see a used one get the new one you know mm. what i mean Ooh, support yes. support the support the boy and one thing more i just want to give away a fuzzlands to one of your patrons what <laughs> what <laughs> that is legitimately crazy talk. fantastic i'm super excited about this oh that'll be fun um okay 
Let's do this. Let's do it. Um, we'll get it in the hands of one of our illustrious patrons, and they will have a fantastic time playing this. I'm very, very excited because it is truly, it's a it's a really great pedal. With all 12 Switch combinations. With all 12 Switch <laughs> combinations, yeah. An infinite actually, number. Actually, and don't forget the uh, LED trim pot inside. Uh, oh, yes. Yes. Even the sphere doesn't have that. And they don't. No, um, no, it's too bright in there. Rob, that is, uh, um, that's what. Don't break it. Well, I'm not break it. <laughs> Calm down. Hey, Ralph, that is an incredible. I think Rob could fix. Are you talking about my pedal? I think yeah, Rob could fix he it. could probably fix it. No, we'd send it back for authorized service. No, yeah, oh, yeah okay. Um, yeah, I do have a very good warranty. Yeah, excellent. If it breaks, I'll fix it. If it breaks, as long you fix as it, it. You didn't drive a car over. Perfect. It, you know. Uh, Ralph, that is an incredibly generous uh, thing that you're doing for uh, our patrons, and I truly appreciate it. I know Tony is truly appreciating it, even as we speak. Yes, I am. That's delightful. Uh, all right, patrons, we are going to get this information out to you very soon. All right, uh, Tony. Head over to PickGuardian.com. Check out some of the things that I do, some of my things I have available for sale. But by and large, what I do is custom work. So shoot me an email. Let me know what you need, what you're trying to do, and I will take very good care of you. Excellent. Rob? Mad Cow Amplification on Instagram, Facebook. Yes. Super fans. fun to, to watch. Uh, you, you have a great bathroom channel. Yes. Yeah. Uh, great. I yeah. When I, I like his other. toilet channel. <laughs> his other channel, Ampry, Angry Amp. Doctor. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the same channel. <laughs> oh, it is? Yeah. <laughs> same thing. Yeah. You know, I, honestly, you learn a lot. Uh, it's great. I always learn something. Chris. Plexi 335 on YouTube. Plexi 
Let me get a little bit of this. You know, that's I good. Think, I think that might be you or just me. You guys have it. Ralph, it. back me yeah. up. We don't yeah, smoke or smear, swear or rat our hair. Ooh. I get ill from one cigarette. <laughs> Keep your filthy okay. paws off my, my silky drawers. <clears throat> Would you pull that stuff with a net? <clears throat> no. All right. All right. Uh, Ralph, we're going to have, have a thing here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. We're going to birth this thing. Birth it. <laughs> birth it like a mother. No, that, no. I, I um, love that because but, honestly, but yeah, you make I a love great you guys. product, like, man. You're, you're, you're fun. Um, I enjoy listening to you guys and talking to you guys. You uh, forgot handsome. And you're very yeah, handsome. You did forget. <laughs> I did forget it. Uh, <laughs> Getting ready to come out. Did you hear something out there too? I did. You want, you want to check that out? Maybe someone's grabbing. You're uh, bigger than maybe I. Maybe someone's grabbing their gear. That sounds like a John to me. Hey, what's up, man? Oh, okay. He knows him. He knows a stranger in a in a dark hoodie in our dark hallway. <laughs> He's a nice guy. Yeah, I'm sure. Nothing to worry about. No, probably not. Edit that out. I will. <laughs> okay. It's grease, man. Come on. Never seen it. What? <laughs> yeah, well, I have better what, things to do with my time. What are you saying what for? You, who are you talking to? I have You've better things seen to do with my time. You've yes, never seen I've Greece. never seen Greece. Okay. Don't it, we have a podcast my, or worst, something to do? It, why would Huey Lewis in the news be played right next to Billy Idol? On what planet would those two things ever be cited next to each other? Because they only had about 50 videos at that time. And guess what? We all grew culturally from all that. And, they, and that's now, mm. now it is, it's so micro siloed that you, there's no exposure to things mm. outside whatever your algorithm lane is. Micro siloed. Uh, Ralph, where do you stand on this? <laughs> going on? I, I was yeah. worried you guys were going to get murdered or something. No, I was too for a second. <laughs> well, wouldn't, <laughs> that, dodgy area. wouldn't that I'm not be a lying. great end of podcast? Yes. <laughs> That'd be unfortunate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it. I would throw Robin front of me any day of the week all right <clears throat> wow i like how you picked me first mm. anyone have any attendee dioxid? as of what deoxit it's cutting in and out every time is it really yeah it's just dirty you're dirty you're a dirty <laughs> there, man a recent attendee you saw featured on the uh marshall episode marshall. go ahead hey, hey, chris marshall, connor how marshall, you doing marshall. hey <laughs> wow, two deep talkers. Yes. <laughs> this is going to be great. I'll just leave you two guys alone and see what happens. And there happens to be a couch over there that we yes. can tell you down. Ralph, help me. Tie me up, well, tie me down. I, I, I don't know if I can help you. I, I haven't seen a lot of movies. You've seen like, Grease, though, right? No, I haven't. <laughs> what? <laughs> but you don't need to get the flux off. So. That's a that'd be a great shirt. Get the flux off. <laughs> Would be right. Trademark. Yes. Trademark. Hurry up. That's another. Here, hmm. somebody run with that. I like Tony. There's no. tons better. Like what? Give me a five seconds. Little Shop of Horrors. That's a garbage movie. That's a terrible movie and an awful play. <laughs> <laughs> it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> hey, while, while Todd's not here, does anybody have a Celestian Vintage 30 they want to sell? An 8 ohm? Vintage 30? Not, no. Not Chinese, though. UK. I don't. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> what? You're saying <clears throat> everything I have is Chinese? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I didn't mean it, but you like looked that. At, you looked right at me. <clears throat> no, don't open don't, that. Don't open it. Don't it's open closed that. for a reason, Rob. <clears throat> Rob. 
Are you saying? Are you saying Rocky of, Horror Picture Show? Is yes. Oh, <clears throat> it's the worst. <laughs> I, I, I finished watching that. Ralph, have you ever seen that? I have not. No, don't, I don't, don't. don't. You'll never get. You, the minute it's over, all you'll do is start writing. Like you'll you'll write a list of life regrets, and that'll be the first thing that comes out of your mouth. <laughs> Tony is $10. Tony wants to put deoxy on your pedal. Mm. Oh, is it? Is it? Is no, it he just wants to see what it it's does. It's very noisy. We're just going to fill it up. <laughs> All the, the signal yeah. path makes it sound very fuzzy. It's, it's very, yeah, it sounds like it's broken. <laughs> I, think I think I better deox it. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. He wants, he wants that transparent clean tones out of that. <laughs> well, Jeez. I know this guy. Man, he's like, he owns the place. Yeah. A show, a show <laughs> would be me strapped down in a chair listening to people tell me the movies they haven't seen. That would be absolute murder. Ooh, it would be torture. We can make that absolutely no. I could overpower me tonight. The three of us, man, we got this. And away we go. Well, that's it for these knobs. Please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs visit our website at the for all of our past episodes four on the floor blog and other good stuff you can connect with us on social too at our facebook page and share your gear and stories on our facebook group also be sure to check out our instagram at guitar knobs catch you next time